Good morning, everyone. I want to welcome you all to this mass. In a very special way, I welcome all our candidates who are here with us. And today, it's a rate of welcoming. They're going to be welcome downtown. So we shall be having a rate of sending during this mass so that they go downtown to meet the bishop, welcome them. And on Easter vigil, we shall be welcoming them officially into the church. So we thank you for coming. We thank your sponsors and the whole community that has been praying for you to come to this moment. As we come to worship this first Sunday of Lent, I want to begin with this story. I was told of a woman who was living in a country, kind of elderly. And every day she wakes up in the morning, she goes on the front porch. She sits and begins saying, oh, thank you, God, for another beautiful day. So she was kind of very positive, always thanking God. But then her next-door neighbor didn't believe in God. So every time she said, oh, thank you, God, for another beautiful day, the other one would hear and say, there is nothing like God. Oh, they went on and on and on. Then one time the neighbor overheard her praying and says, God, please get me the groceries for this week. I don't have what to eat. So the neighbor went to the grocery shops, brought some, some groceries, left her on the, on the front porch. When the woman woke up, she said, oh, thank you, Jesus, you made it again. The other one yells and says, Jesus didn't do it, I bought it. And then she replies, replies and says, Jesus, you did not only give me the groceries, but you also made the devil to pay for it. <laughs> As we come today in this time of Lent, we're all called into the desert experience. We're being called to come into these moments whereby we are going to confront ourselves in a desert. Because first of all, we know a desert, those who have been to the deserts, it's a place of lifelessness, whereby you just have to really rely on God. You can't grow anything, you can't do so many things, so you're very dependent on the divine providence. That's the des desert experience. And what we know with the desert experience, something happens there. Something is going to happen there, and something happens to all of us all the time. That is the temptations. So the readings we have today in the first Sunday of Lent, they are inv inviting us to come into the desert experience. In the first reading today, what do we hear? We hear this from G Genesis chapter 2, the fall, the first temptation. And we know the first temptation is, you will be like God if you eat this. It's be they're being tempted to eat the fruit or the tree of knowledge and Good, knowledge and wisdom. So what do we know about this? What is the scene behind this? Well, if I grab this tree, I eat this fruit, I can know what is good and what is bad. So you're technically saying that I want to be in charge of my decisions. I don't want anyone else to tell me what is good and what is bad. And that's the scene of idolatry. We want to be in charge of our lives. We want to be in control of our lives. To the extent that we put God away from the end of our lives. So we see from the end of our reading today, sin comes in. But if we continue reading, what happens? God drives them out of Eden. When drives them out of Eden, now the drama begins to unfold. That's why we see as time goes on, they're in Egypt, they're crying to God, God, please help us. And in the end, God comes, helps them, saves them from slavery in Egypt, 
and they spent 40 years, as the scripture tells us in Old Testament, they spent 40, day, 40 years in the wilderness. Now, the Greek word wilderness is eremos, which actually also means a desert. So, when they spent 40 years in the desert, what did they do? They complained all the time, like we do. We are very good at complaining. If, it's rain, if it rains today, we complain, oh, it's too much rain, it's going to flood. If it shines, oh, it's too much sunshine. We're very good at that as human beings. So they also did the same thing. That's why today, when Jesus is being baptized, before that, Jesus was baptized, and the moment he was baptized, the Spirit led him into the desert to be tempted. Matthew is telling us that all these situations happening, God is in control, is leading him to the desert to be tempted. So for 40 days, he's fasting, and at the end of it, he's hungry, like all of us. That's why sometimes bread looks very interesting if you're very hungry. Now, some of you have some health reasons. Like doctors have said, cut on the bread you eat. Maybe others, you're on, the, on your way towards that. So when Jesus is done with all this fasting, he's there for 40 days. But Matthew is telling us something important. He's telling us that the 40 days Jesus is fasting, they're evoking the 40 years in the desert. In other words, Matthew is telling us this is the new exodus. He goes back to confront, to undo what we, our, our ancestors failed to do. That's why we remember the Old Testament, what they do. When they're uh, when, when complaining about food, okay, we don't have food, God gave them manna, they are complaining. What about when they prayed for water at Massa and Meribah? Gave them water. They're tempting God. What about when Moses was so delayed at, up the mountain? What did they do? They created a golden calf to worship that. This is our God. But all the temptations that Jesus is going through now is telling the devil, no way. It's not meant to, do it, to be, this is what it has. So the experience of Jesus today and the temptations are an invitation for us to walk into this desert to confront ourselves. We ask ourselves questions that we would rather not answer. We look at people and things we would rather avoid and also to come to realize who we are and who we are not. That's the desert experience these are the 40 days we're going into. So today, we come to walk close hand in hand with Christ who was tempted. Jesus is teaching us that temptations are real, temptations are possible. But that always bad because they teach us who we are and who we are not. But also is telling us that I will walk hand in hand with you. I will help you because I survived them. I did not fall so I can support you. So we ask ourselves, what is your biggest temptation? Now, all of us, we have one, maybe a two or three. We have temptations. But the good news about temptations, you will never be tempted in doing something you are not capable of doing. We are all tempted to do things that we can do. Think about it. If you're not a murderer, 
Why do you think a devil tempted you to kill someone? He knows you cannot do that. It's not within you. But we are all tempted in things we are capable of doing. That's why these 40 days of Lent, they're inviting us to confront ourselves and say, you know, when we face our temptations, we know the grace of God is at work. And in the end, once we hold firm, then there is an end in this, in this story. The, the story doesn't end in the desert. The story doesn't end on the cross. The story ends in resurrection. So as we begin this journey of Lent, the question is, how are we confronting ourselves? How are you looking into yourself to see where God is telling you, this is your struggle. This is where I want you to work, to work upon. This is what I want you to focus on. And once we identify them, we ask for God's grace because we know his grace is sufficient. So we ask him to give us the grace today as we begin this holy season of Lent so that we may become to celebrate Easter at the end when we are worthy of those celebrations. The Lord be with you.